Brain Grub. Unfiltered, in-depth discussions to season your life. Psychologically feeding your brain, one bite at a time. Join psychologist Dr. Christine Fair and co-host Kaylee Bowen as they inspire, encourage, and offer usable approaches to impact your life in a positive way. Welcome back. Hello. How are you? Doing good. How about yourself? I am doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this weather really kills me. Yeah. If you're here joining us in lovely Ohio <laughs> right now, it is dreary out. Yes. What I lovingly refer to as the gray season. Mm-hmm. If you aren't from Ohio, then you probably don't understand what the gray season is. And instead of winter, we don't really get a ton of snow here, at least not in Toledo. Right? Yeah, Would you say? Just dep- not lately, not in the past couple of years, but sometimes we do. It just depends. We more just get gray weather. Yeah. The we sun get doesn't a, come out. So for the sun just. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just real gray. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Gray season is what I call it. Yeah. Harley's in the house. You might be hearing her little jingle. <laughs> her little. Yeah, I can hear a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So. Today, yes, Harley, okay, we are talking about relationships. Yes. Okay, and all kinds of relationships. So if you're single, don't think you're not in a relationship, you are, right? Yeah, probably different kinds. Friendships, work relationships, Mm -hmm. you might have a puppy relationship like Harley and I, right? You have Mm -hmm. those relationships. So that is what we're talking about. Research really is showing that having good social connections social relationships are really critical for our health and kaylee's going to talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm. Um, and they're really critical both mentally and physically right studies have shown this and um, statistically we know and kaylee's going to really dig in you might be surprised that not having relationships really can impact your health physically mentally spiritually and if you have struggled over your life with relationships you probably already know this yeah So today we're going to speak about relationships, Mm -hmm. what it looks like to have a healthy one, what it might look like if you don't have such a healthy one, some characteristics of those, and then again, how do you work towards having more balance in your relationships? If you are watching us live, you will see that Harley is now watching outside the studio (laughs) as people come in. If she starts barking, you know why. She can just enjoy us. She's just watching everybody come and go. All right. So how do you assess your relationship? So when if you're assessing right now, get out yourself a piece of paper and pencil or, you know, get your trusty iPhone out and you can answer these questions, right? They're helpful to ask just to kind of check in on your relationship. So number one, do you have trust in one another? Mm. Okay, so are, and I, what I mean by this is do you trust your partner? If you are breaking into their cell phone to look through all their texts and right mm-hmm. or if you worry like every time there's a little ting on their phone who the text in who snapchatting them that may be an indication that this is not really solid for you yeah. okay second do you respect each other hmm. yes or no right okay no judgment just mm-hmm. we're just checking in right now we're yep. on the assessment phase number three do you support each other's interests and efforts Right. Mm-hmm. You don't have to love him. OK, no. like, let's say he loves golf and you're like, oh, my God, I hate golf. Mm-hmm. But do you support it? Right. Right. OK. 
Number four, are you honest and open with each other? Are you keeping secrets? Hmm. Or are you honest? All right, number five, are you able to maintain your individual identity? What do you mean by that? Uh, like, do you have your own things that you do? And that okay. doesn't mean you have like a hundred hobbies, right? But mm-hmm. you're you don't morph into your partner at the time or your best friend, right? You're not okay. like, oh, they like tacos, so I like tacos, okay. or they're a vegan, so now I'm a vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or suddenly you love golf, even though you've never liked golf in your entire life, and this is not a new hobby. You just decided it mm-hmm. because your BFF just joined the golf team right Mm -hmm. that's what i mean okay if you're like you go play golf well i'm gonna watch some tv cool right or maybe you have a different kind of hobby just maintaining your own individual personality life interests etc okay all right separate from your relationship okay all right all right a couple more do you talk about your feelings the big f word feelings right and that would include like your dreams your hopes right your fears right but it's the it's the big f Mm -hmm. not everybody talks Mm -hmm. uses the f word f word all right so just checking in do you feel and express affection for one another or is it just like "Mm." okay and final one is there fairness or equality in your relationship and i'm not saying this is a 50 50 all the time we're going to get right. into that right it's not going to be like exactly 50 right. 50 but do you feel like it's fair like right. it's pretty equal and fair in your relationship or do you feel like you're doing all the things or you're doing none of the things right all right all right so now let's talk stats kaylee because we like the research we like to yes. dig in just because we're sitting here talking to you mm-hmm. we're trying to give you the actual statistical evidence to support what we are sharing yes and it's super interesting yeah. so um there's new research out there and it details how important close emotional connections are okay. for your health and all-around well-being um it's prompting psychologists to make a strong stand saying that strong relationships are important okay so you know we we've talked about loneliness before and we have talked about you know how important that is for your mental health and Mm -hmm. how much it can impact you but it seems like research is really supporting this they're saying it's not just like an okay thing to have right like we need this yes it influences your physical yeah and like you said mental health um for better or worse okay so um it's Strong social relationships, they increase the likelihood of survival by 50%. And that is regardless of age, sex, or health status. And that is according to a mental meta-analysis of 148 studies on morality risk by a psychologist. Okay, and if you've never heard of a meta-analysis, because you're not statistically inclined, Mm -hmm. right? Um, A meta-analysis is looking at all a lot of research so i think you mentioned what 100 almost 150 studies Mm -hmm. so this is actually taking looking at 150 research studies that have studied this and then they're combining Mm -hmm. all of the analysis so they're doing a meta-analysis just a little thank you you for that yeah a little yeah bill nye the science guy side bit love it just you know (laughs) um they found social disconnection is at least as harmful to people 
as such well-accepted risk factors as obesity, physical inactivity, and smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Dang. Okay, so it can impact your health as much as smoking a pack a day. Yeah. Dang. All right, that's that's big. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? Um, and this is a widespread problem. In the United States, 20%... 20 to 43% of adults over the age of 60 experience frequent or intense loneliness. Um, Some 30% of U.S. married couples report severely discordant relationships. Okay, so they're married, but they don't feel the love. Mm -hmm. They don't feel the respect. They Mm -hmm. don't feel the solid interest for one another. Okay? Yeah. And the size of the average American's core social network has declined on average by a third since 1985. Okay, I wonder how much, if we looked, and I don't know if you dug into this or if there was any real research, um, just over since COVID, if we Mm. also have even more of a social decline because we were so isolated for a long time and now it's been difficult to reconnect. Right. No, I did not. But that would be something definitely to look into. Yeah, I bet you... I bet you. And just, I mean, if you're listening right now, just check in and, and think about like your own social connections, right? Right. Your relationships with all the people in your life. Do they feel as connected as they used to? Do mm-hmm. you feel a little more disconnected? Do you feel more connected? Hmm. Do you need a little tune up in your relationships? Yeah. Those okay. are good questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so despite all of this, it's rarely featured in public health compa- health campaigns so it's not widespread um acknowledged about the loneliness and what harm it can do to you physically and mentally that's so interesting so we kind of ignore it yeah that's great it's terrible 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 yeah it is we're just pretending it doesn't exist or something Mm -hmm. wonder why i don't know i I wonder if it's okay so you know feel free to text in or send us a little message if it's if it also just you know if you ever avoid that feeling or talking about feeling lonely because it feels uncomfortable because i'm wondering if that's part of it possibly Hmm. it's not good no it's not not at all so okay well tune in every person right has different relationships for sure Mm -hmm. and different relationship needs Mm mm-hmm Right. So you might be a person who really likes to spend a ton of time with all your friends and your relationships. You might be a person who is more like, I don't need a lot of time with them, but it's like quality. Right. I need to know they're there. Some people I don't talk to for months, but I know if I did or if I reached out, they would be there and available. Right. So if you have high needs and for openness and affection, that's fine. If you have low needs for openness and affection, that's okay too. Right. Mm -hmm. Just a healthy relationship means that both people's needs in the relationship are being met or the group right right because it could be just more than two so when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about characteristics of healthy relationships Mm -hmm. now that you have your answers to the first section of you know do where where is your relationships Mm -hmm. we'll talk about digging into specific characteristics of relationships and then of course how do you tune some of those up if needed okay all right so stay tuned right after this break all right so if you hear us laughing it's because my headset completely <laughs> fell off like three seconds before we had to come back on air so anyway it's okay. um so before the break we were talking about assessing your relationships and yes. while you were listening to that wonderful song mm-hmm. we were talking off air about how what might be the reason why why do we not talk more about relationships yeah why do we not um talk about 
um, I guess, feeling lonely or disconnected in our relationships. What the heck's that about? Yeah. And I was thinking, well, maybe it's there's a stigma to it. Maybe, you know, with you have so many children and you have a husband or a partner of 30 years. What do you mean you're lonely? You know, maybe you feel not bad, but you don't feel comfortable acknowledging that yeah. yeah or i was yeah i mean yeah. i'm sure if there's people and you might be one of them um that's listening that you could be in a, a, a crowd a, or, a, or a party with a bunch of your friends and still feel disconnected or lonely mm-hmm. right because maybe you're never sharing or disclosing information so right. i kind of wonder if you're right keely i wonder if it's just a big there's big stigma around it right mm-hmm. there's just a lot of stigma about how do i how do i really assess my relationship and then a, and then how do I um, make changes to it? Or how yeah. do I know if it's really healthy or not? Right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, I wonder, because I'm sure that there's, you probably have friends, I definitely have, you know, where there's friends that I don't feel that close to. Oh, and not sure. necessarily because I refuse to share things, but I just don't feel like they share or we're just not very connected. Right. We're not on the same level. Yeah. That I am with yeah, Others. other friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so keep listening, all right, because I think we're on to something. Mm-hmm. And I I will be honest, I think this really does give pause of saying maybe we need to spend more time talking about relationships. And yeah. how do you find the balance? How do you connect more? Because mm-hmm. we need it. Yeah, we right? do. We Obviously. need it. 50%, geez Louise. Yeah. You know? I mean... And if you can just improve your relationship, so if you can focus on improving whatever relationships you have, whether mm-hmm. that's with your dog, your your husband, your wife, your partner, right, your mm-hmm. coworker, your friend, your mom, your dad, whoever, if you can improve those relationships, that is actually improving your own health, right. your physical health, your spiritual health, your uh, mental health. Why not? Yeah, your own livelihood. Yeah. 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 It can increase. Yeah, you can live longer. Right. I mean, heck, that sounds like a good plan. It does. Okay, so anyway, let's talk a little bit about some characteristics. So what do we want in healthy relationships, right? Um, right. Number one, trust. <laughs> and uh, this sounds really silly because you, I think we can all say like, yeah, of course, you want to have trust in your relationship. However, um, it really is a key component to a healthy relationship, right? Right. If um, research really shows that the ability to trust one another is influenced by your overall attachment style. So and we're not going to dig into attachments today, but just so you know, and you can dig into more, more if you want to, right? Um, if you had poor relationships as a child or really like difficult relationships as a child and you don't trust people it could be more difficult for you to have trust in relationships as an adult i can see that and that can really impact your overall relationships Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. this also could be happening if you've even in your adult relationships let's say you've had a romantic relationship that you've really been burned by Right. Right. Maybe they cheated on you. Maybe they, Mm -hmm. you know, stole your money. They did something terrible and you Mm -hmm. had a past relationship where your trust was broken or betrayed. Mm -hmm. That could also make it difficult for you to trust a new relationship. Right. And that could be a romantic one. It could be a work one. Maybe you have a a really terrible coworker. Mm -hmm. Right. And you divulged all this, you know, personal information and maybe they turned around and used it against you somehow. Yes. Yeah. Why would you... Right, close to a coworker in the future. Yeah, com- or they're com- you know just completely two faced, right? Yes. Right. We've had those kind of experiences where mm-hmm. you have a someone you work with and you really think um, 
you know, they're being honest and forthright. And then you find out they're talking crap about you behind your back. And they're they're saying you, one thing to you and something completely opposite to someone else. It really mm-hmm. can whittle away at your trust. For sure. So that could be number one. So if you, it is also um, helps to establish trust in one another, right? Mm-hmm. So right now, if you're in relationships that you don't feel that you trust, this may be one area that you want to work on. And we're going to dig into how do you do that in the, in later on in this hour. But that just be could be one thing that could be getting in the way mm-hmm. from you feeling like you really have a, a good, healthy relationship, right? Yes. Okay, and second one, and this kind of goes along with it, is just self-disclosure, right? So being mm-hmm. open and honest and having self-disclosure. We talked about sharing the, the F word, right? <laughs> so sharing your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, me- self-disclosure can also just help you get closer to another person. And, you know, in psychology, we call this group dynamics, right? So okay. so where when you know when you meet first meet a friend, if someone mm-hmm. like overshares, you're like, wow, that was a lot of information, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you kind of feel, you might feel like a little bit weirded out because they shared too much right, right. Out, right out of the gate, right? Mm-hmm. However, um, you know, you don't share all of your secrets at once. You kind of slowly let them out, right? And then, um, and so you might share one that kind of is a little bit more personal. And then the next, and then the, maybe your person, right, mm-hmm. shares a little bit something else that's a little personal for them that's self-disclosure but those things help to bond us and create a little bit more close of a relationship and it keeps um our relationship building right Mm -hmm. so having self-disclosure being open to sharing kind of things that maybe you don't feel really great about or maybe things that you don't feel um you know maybe you're embarrassed about them those help to create closeness right Mm -hmm. all right so one other things so next one Jumping, is Kaylee. healthy boundaries Ooh, okay let's mm-hmm. talk about that healthy boundaries yeah so although your partner may have different needs than you it's important to find ways to compromise while maintaining your boundaries okay and boundaries are not about secrecy instead they establish that each person has their own needs and expectations of the relationship okay so we're you're not saying it's kind of uh saying this is where i end and you begin right so kind of, yeah you are also saying like it's okay if you if you really are interested in golf right i'm not exactly yes so independence yeah it's important to have time for yourself in any relationship okay so having opportunities to hang out with others or time for self-care it's important to maintain a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. now would that be i uh just asking like would that include like time let's just say like you're a stay-at-home parent and you're Mm -hmm. taking care of your kids all the time so is it still important for you to have some time by yourself oh yes for sure okay yeah well what if you have like that bad mom guilt what do you do Ugh, good question. I don't know. <laughs> Put Gilly on the spot there. She's like, I'm not sure because I have mom guilt and I'm not sure what to do about it. Uh, I honestly think, again, it's it's probably sticking with, you know, you need some kind of time, right? right? So sticking with a boundary. Yes. So is it maybe you need a babysitter for 30 minutes or, you know, an hour right. a week or maybe... Yeah you and your partner can kind of switch off mm-hmm. right so yeah so then you maybe don't feel so guilty leaving them with the babysitter if they're with your partner instead and yeah maybe start with a small amount of time 30 minutes and then yeah. bump it up to an hour and yeah. like slowly move into it and so. i definitely have heard of uh, moms doing this and dads doing this but more moms not to call you out moms but <laughs> right where they're hiding out in the bathroom to try to get a little <laughs> piece of quiet <laughs> Yeah, I've done that before. So if you have, just know that it's okay, right? Kaylee yes. is saying, 
having a healthy relationship and this is with your kids right mm-hmm. you need some time away from them that's yes. okay yeah right yeah give it to yourself yes all right um also safety so safety is the foundation of connection in a relationship mm-hmm. and in order to set boundaries communicate and have fun every must everyone must feel safe Okay. Um, if you do not feel safe to express your feelings or have independence or anything else on that list, seek support. Um, yeah. Um, so you can have that. Yeah. 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 That yeah. makes it's perfect very, sense. Very important. Yeah. Um, yes. Also, so mutual respect. Mm-hmm. Um, in close, healthy relationships, people have a shared level of respect. They don't demean or belittle one another, and they offer support and security. Okay. So, there are a number of different ways that couples, so we're talking about couples right now, couples relationships, um, Mm -hmm. they can show respect for one another, and not even just couples, I believe even friends and family relationships as well. Think about it, like, some of these, as you're going to list them off here, like, I I really do think that this goes for all relationships, right? Like, if you don't have mutual respect, I mean, this sounds silly, but, like, if I don't have respect for Harley, that's a a problem right that means i'm going to probably be abusive of her and i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna um, take care of her like i'm supposed to right right now she doesn't speak english so i have to guess a lot Mm -hmm. but again she's pretty good at telling me what she needs for sure so i gotta listen right yeah Yeah. so yeah so listening to one another Mm -hmm. um not procrastinating or stonewalling when your partner or friend asks you to do something okay um being understanding and forgiving when one person makes a mistake. Okay. Uh, building each other up, not tearing each other down. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, goes along with teasing. I'm just going to throw in here teasing because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times couples or friends or whatever have kind of like a te- they tease one mm-hmm. another. And teasing just ends up being like tearing people down, right? You mm-hmm. don't tease people typically in a very loving way, right? It might start out that way, mm-hmm. but usually it, it ends up in hurt feelings. Yeah. Be careful with the teasing. Yeah. But like, when does it? When does it turn? Like, Honestly, I kind of think it always does. Hmm. You you know, if you like poking fun at someone. Mm-hmm. What if they're poking fun at themselves as well? So you're both kind of. I feel like that's going back to that negative Nancy. I feel like we're gonna we're gonna circle back on that okay, one. Okay, we'll circle back. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna hold the opinion. Teasing Listen. tends to go bad. No matter what. Can you think of a time it didn't? Yeah, I mean, like a little, little light teasing. Okay, call in. I'm, I'm yeah. going to disagree with Kaylee yeah, on this one. Maybe a little light teasing. Maybe not like, you know, okay, maybe one or two liners and then like. Okay, so then you're saying it has like a limit. Yes. Okay, yes. we're going to talk about that okay. later. Keep going. I'm going to write it down for <laughs> um, making room in your life for your friend, your partner, your okay. family. Yeah, so you can't just, you got to have time for yes, them. Okay. time. Taking an interest in the things your partner enjoys. Okay. Uh, allowing your partner to have their own individuality, the independence that we've already discussed, um, supporting and encouraging pursuits and passions, Mm -hmm. showing appreciation and gratitude for one another, and having empathy for one another. Okay, okay. Yes. And also, very important that I want to touch on is consent. Okay. So consent's important in every relationship, all relationships. Yeah, even teasing. Consent is. I don't uh, consent to this. I do not consent. Don't consent to being teased. No. Um, Consent is uncoerced permission to interact with the body or the life of another person. Mm -hmm. So coercion can look like pressure to do something, physical force, bargaining, or someone holding power over another to get what they want. Okay. 
consent can look like asking about boundaries and relationships, actively listening to responses, and always respecting those boundaries. All right. So good. Keep that up, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And again, that's, that's important, right? And that goes along with yeah. safety. Yes. Having consent and safety are paramount. Yeah, they in are. any relationship if you don't feel safe at work you don't feel safe at home you don't feel safe with your partner you don't feel safe with a friend it's not going to end well oh, it is right? not. it's going to lead to bad things it is all right so, so another else? thing some other things to look out for love and affection right mm. so healthy relationships are really characterized by love and affection and mm-hmm. i'm not just saying romantic no, love and affection right mm-hmm. i'm saying you you want to feel affection to, and and love towards the other person meaning like you you care about them right yeah. and this can include passionate love it can include intense longing it can just also include just admiration for another person right and this eventually does turn into having more trust and feelings of affection and commitment right so mm-hmm. you know you're you got your ride and die friend right right Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those things are really important. So nurturing a partnership is really characterized by having true, genuine love and affection for another person. And you can express that in a number of ways, right? right. Having the person's back, right? Mm-hmm. Supporting mm-hmm. them, sticking up for them, doing all the things you mentioned before, right? right? Those are ways that you show your love and affection and really help to foster good relationships. Also, communication oh, right is so is important very very important yeah mm-hmm. we can i don't think we've ever talked about communication just by itself Maybe we're gonna not. we're gonna put a pin in that mm-hmm. uh, write that down too okay. teasing, teasing communication, communication. Uh, we're gonna do our, we're gonna do a separate show on this but healthy communication is really important if you are finding that you are not communicating well or you're always resulting in conflicts that's not resolved mm-hmm. this is definitely something you want to pay attention to right and maybe uh, seek out some some strategies of how do you have healthy conflict resolution, right? right. So healthy conflict is okay, right? Mm-hmm. So it's okay, just like Kaylee and I were bantering, right? Teasing's good, teasing's not good. Mm. Okay, that's a healthy conflict. <laughs> I love Kaylee, so we can have this, yes, okay? We and we, if you heard, we are mutually respect it, re- respecting each other, right? We're saying like, well, it could it be, could it not be? We're, we're bantering, we're talking mm-hmm. it through. So this is a sign, having that healthy conflict really is a sign of a healthy relationship, right? Um, where it will turn bad is if um, our disagreements escalate, they start turning into name calling, mm. we can't resolve them, we can't, um, you know, say, okay, we'll put a pin in that and let's discuss further. Those are when you want to start thinking about maybe your conflict isn't so healthy. It's looking, it's starting to go awry. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. And so then there's there's give and take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Uh, strong relationships are marked by natural uh, reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yes, that word. It's not about keeping score or feeling that you owe the other person. You do things for one another because you genuinely want, genuinely want to. All right, so it's not keeping score. It's not like, well, I did the laundry yesterday, so, so you have to take out the trash. Right. Right. It's we're a team. I, we're a team, so I did the laundry and the trash. Yep. Or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I saw you did the laundry and trash yesterday, so I did the dishes and vacuumed. Right, and it's because not I like wanted to. Uh, did you notice? Right. No. Yeah. So it's it's I generally want to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Helping you out, just like you're helping me out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, so some days you may find you said something hurtful, or maybe you made a mistake. So taking responsibility for that is also very important in relationships. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you maybe you're teasing, and then it resulted in someone having hurt feelings, right? Yes. And then being able to say like, "Hey, sorry, I was, I really did not mean that to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean that thing I said about you, right? Exactly. That's truth. Yeah. So taking responsibility for your actions will further um, the trust and honesty in your relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Um, but the whole give and take, it doesn't mean it has to always be 100% equal. At times, one partner may need more help and support than the other. In other cases, maybe a partner simply may simply prefer to take more of a caregiver role. Um, then balance is okay as long as each person is okay with it. Okay. Again, so it doesn't have to be a 50-50 exactly. Exactly. Right? And it probably will never be 50-50 no. exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but, and if, again... If you feel like it's super off balanced, this may be something we, you need to talk to about your, with your relationship, right? It could yes. be with your friend, your your, work, your coworker. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you do group projects all the time, and you feel like you're doing all the work. Right. This is where communication comes in. Right. Right. Yeah. So healthy mm-hmm. communication. All right, so these are all the signs of a healthy one. Just to recap, okay? Yes. And we talked. We had a little quiz at the beginning. Let you know, like, you can assess how your relationships are. Mm-hmm. I would say it's good if you can pick one to start with because you don't want to think about because all your relationships are different, right? Yes. So pick one that you know you think, eh, could this one use some tweaking? Or maybe pick one that you think is really good and see, you know, how strong it is mm-hmm. and maybe some areas that could use some tweaking. Okay. That's a good idea. All right. So when we come back, we're going to talk a, th- a little bit about some additional signs of unhealthy relationships, right? We've right. been talking about these are good characteristics and then maybe when it's not going so well that could look unhealthy mm-hmm. but we're going to give you some specific tips about unhealthy relationships and then again we're going to wrap up this hour talking about how do we build better relationships right yes. so if you have a strong one how do you keep that going mm-hmm. if you have some areas that you need to strengthen what can you do about it exactly all right stay tuned right after this break So before the break, we were telling you all about the characteristics of healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to tell you a little bit about some signs of unhealthy ones, right? So how do you recognize when your relationship may not be so healthy, right? Mm -hmm. And honestly, relationships can start off really healthy and then become unhealthy. They can kind of go wax and wane right so um or you could have a really pretty healthy relationship but maybe there are some signs as it's heading in a harmful direction Mm -hmm. right so these are some things to pay attention to so you may uh if one of your partners in your relationship right again this could be a coworker, a Mm -hmm. friend a boss if they attempt to start to control your behavior Mm. that is a sign that things are heading in the wrong direction yes right if uh, you find you're avoiding the other person, that's, that's probably a big sign. Yeah, yeah that's, right? that's not a good sign. But I'll be honest, like this happens, I think, in a lot of romantic relationships, right? Where yeah. uh, maybe they're in, in discord and they don't really know how to resolve it. So they're just mm-hmm. avoiding each other, trying mm-hmm. to get through their day. Mm-hmm. Or even a friend relationship. Someone talked something, said something bad about you, but you don't want to confront them. But and you don't so really, but you're like, I'm just going to stay away from ignore them. They call me, they text, I'm just going to give yeah, them one word answers or not respond. Yeah. You're trying to ghost the person. Right. Yeah. So not good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Being afraid to share your opinions or thoughts. So if you're in a relationship with anyone and you feel like, ah, I'm not going to share what I have to say or mm-hmm. think, that's probably not great. No, right. That means sign. you probably don't feel very accepted in that relationship. 
Yeah. Being feeling pressured also. If you feel pressure to quit things that you enjoy, right? Like let's say you like to yodel. <laughs> Kaylee's laughing. Kaylee's silently. Yeah. She's like, a yodel? Yes. Let's say you like to yodel. Okay. You can't make me do it. Stop it. No. Okay. But if someone is telling you you should really stop that because that's random, can't believe you're a yodeler, that's probably okay. not a great relationship. No. Not at all. Okay. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, criticisms of what you do, who you spend time with, how you dress. Okay. So if someone's like, girl, stop wearing those shoes. Right. Yeah. It's not a good sign. It's not great, right? No, you, if not. You're always getting criticized. And this is when teasing goes bad. Okay? So this is not... Criti- the criticisms sometimes are couched in, I was just teasing you, but that's yeah, not true. true. Right? Yeah. Okay, keep going. Uh-huh. Feeling pressure to change who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, if you're falling into relationships and then you're suddenly liking yodeling and golfing and doing all the things, and you actually just like to stay home and watch Netflix, it's probably not great. Not a good relationship, right? Yeah. Okay? Feeling that spending time together is an obligation. Mm-hmm. Lack of fairness when settling conflicts. Okay, so do you feel like you always have to compromise? Right. I mean, okay, so yeah. again, not feeling like it's fair. Uh-huh. Lack of privacy. Okay, now, again, what I mean by this is you don't want to feel pressured to share every detail of your life, right? Right. Again, you you should be able to have some privacy, yeah. right? That's in, you know that's part of your independence, mm-hmm. having your own identity. But if if the person that you're with is like, you must share your pin code on your phone. Like I want access to all your accounts. So what's the difference between privacy and secrecy? Okay, I think privacy is is being able to have. So like m- my husband doesn't have any of my access. We were talking about this the other day. I was like, if I die, you're screwed because he has no <laughs> access to my bank accounts. He has no access to my email. Nothing, right? Uh-huh. And um, um, if he would ask, I would give it to him. Okay. Okay. So, um, but he doesn't, he's never asked because he's never felt the need to have it. Okay. So that's, I have my privacy, right? right. He has his, I don't have any of the access to right. any of his stuff either. Okay. But if I wanted it, he would give it to me, right? Okay. Secrecy would be either me saying, I don't have one, even though I do. Right. Or hiding them from him. Right. Or even worse saying, uh, I'm not, no, just flat out. No, you're not getting it. Because if I'm refusing to share that information, mm-hmm. um, then it's it starts to question, why? Why are you not willing to? Right. Right? Because hmm. then it gets into, our, why are you keeping secrets? Now, if you are secretly okay. rich and you don't want your partner to know about it, okay, maybe then you're going to have to have that conversation. Or right. maybe you have to think about, like, why are you hiding the secret? secret money secret money right now if you're hiding secret money because you're trying to get out of a relationship that's a whole oh, different yeah, that's that's a whole different podcast yes it is okay <laughs> that's not what we're talking that's about, not right we're talking about today. no but that's what i mean but okay you can have your privacy but you 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 don't have to share every detail but it, it you want to be pretty open right mm-hmm. and honest um you don't want to be like and you keeping want to bu- be open like yeah, you, you want to want to, yeah, to like, be open right 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 like I'm not off. I'm not like writing all my pin codes down for my husband. But if he's like, "Hey, I need to get into your email for blah blah blah," I'm like, "All right, there you go." Right. 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 It's fine. Yeah. If you and this is what I like to say: if you've got stuff on your phone or your email or you got a secret account and you worry that your, you know, your partner is going to get access to it, you might want to think about that. Yeah. Right. Right. Like. 
what's going on that you have those secret things that you're worried that someone else might get access to right. that you are in a relationship with right and again we're not talking about if you're trying to leave somebody no or no, 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 no 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 relationship or something we're right just we're talking, talking about... if this is like a healthy right. relationship that you're in friendship lover whoever and you have a whole secret section of things that you don't, and that you worry about them getting at, that may, that may be falling into the not-so-healthy category. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, poor communication, another one, right? Again, we already talked about this, but that's a, a good sign. Yes. Or maybe a not-so-good sign yes. if you have an unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, neglecting your own needs. So, if you're not having any time for yourself or you're not taking care of yourself because you're just trying always to take care of your friends and your husband and your kids and your, you know, everything else and you don't ever feel like you have time for you... That's not good again, That's right? Not... Go back in our shows, mm-hmm. listen to the Boundary Podcast, mm-hmm. find time for you, right? Yes, do it. Make sure you have some time for you. And then uh, yelling, right? So if you are yelling at the other person, putting them down, uh, degrading them, Kaylee already mentioned this before, these are some signs that you are, you know, there's no respect there, right? Right. And that's not a healthy relationship. Exactly. Okay. So some of these may be temporary and something you can address together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, I had those secret photos. Right. Uh, they're gone now. Oh, right. Okay. Either through self-help methods or maybe by consulting a me- mental health professional. Okay. But when it comes to more serious itu- issues such as abusive behaviors, your primary concern should be maintaining your safety and your security. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, if you or a loved one are a victim of domestic violence, contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Um, there's a bunch of trained advocates you can get a hold of, and it's confidential. So. Yeah, and that is national. So yes. wherever you're listening, uh, at least in the United States. Yes, and we'll share it again at the end of the show. But. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how do we start building those healthy? Okay, so now you've assessed... Right. You've assessed mm-hmm. that relationship. You've you've checked off the boxes of what's healthy. Maybe you check some unhealthy boxes. What are we doing? Right. So what's the first thing we need to do if we're going to start working towards having more healthy relationships in our life? Well, you want to commit to that work. OK. What do you mean? Yeah. So relationships take work. Okay. They're not just. I think that's a really good thing to kind of repeat. Can you just say that again? Yes. Relationships take work work okay so don't think you're just gonna like skate by and have a bunch of good relationships because that's not how it works right right people like oh this marriage is so much work it is work if you want to have a good one right Mm -hmm. friendships they're work if you want to have a good one yes it's the labor of love right exactly you gotta you gotta keep putting the effort into it Mm -hmm. okay keep going if you're the only one who's trying to make things better um it leads to one-sided relationships you need to it takes work on both parts, both of your parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This type of scenario can leave you feeling stressed if the, with the one-sided relationship, um, feeling stressed, resentful, or emotionally exhausted. So each person must be willing to do their part to maintain the connection and remedy issues that may exist. So commit to each other that you'll do the work and build a stronger relationship. All right. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Well, show appreciation. Okay. Uh, couples or friends you know any sort of relationship you're in who feel gratitude for one another often experience 
more closeness and personal well-being. Finding ways to express this gratitude is also very important. Okay, so you you can't just feel it. You got to show it in some way or another, right? Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, there was a study that found that showing gratitude to a partner can improve the relationship, especially when the gratitude is genuinely given. Okay. So again, it can't be like thanks. Right. Excuse me, what? <laughs> right? I mean, you have to actually be like, I really appreciate that. And yeah. you gotta be, you gotta, there's got to be some like real gratitude behind exactly. it. Okay. Yes. Um, a different piece of research notes that feeling gratitude from a partner helps protect the relationship, even during times of conflict and financial strain. I think that makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. right? Because if you can hold gratitude for the, your partner, Right. Or if even a friend, like right. let's say you have like a big fight blowout with your friend. Right. But you still have gratitude. Like they're a good person. You appreciate mm-hmm. the friendship. You it's meaningful to you. You're going to work through that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so and so some examples of ways to show someone you appreciate them um, taking care of a maybe a chore or um, maybe you pick them up a coffee in the morning. Exactly. OK. Um, maybe giving them a card to let them know how you feel. Okay. Uh, maybe making them their favorite meal and taking it to them. Mm. Or maybe even purchasing tickets to an event that they would enjoy. Okay, so things you could do together, right? Exactly. Okay, so appreciation, very important. Yes, and if you are thinking right now, like, oh, when I first you know, started dating this person, I would send them little love texts all the time. And now I'm like, oh, stop texting me. <laughs> maybe think about, are you doing the work there? Right. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's give and take, man. Yeah. Give and take yeah. for sure. So, you, you know, you were you putting in more effort into your relationships last year than you are in right now? Yeah. 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 And again, that's kind of, so keeping it interesting, right? Yes. So keeping it interesting, right? For a romantic relationship, that might mean doing some new things pulling in some new zest right in the relationship right. it might be appreciating your partner for what they're doing maybe again if you have stopped doing those things that you used to do maybe it's time to pull you know dust them off and bring oh, those yeah. things back out yeah. right or if it's a friend maybe meet up for dinner maybe meet up for drinks or maybe go do like take a paint workshop thing together maybe yeah. something you've never done before right right right. so you know keeping that daily grind uh, and and again if you have kids or you get busy it's easy to let your relationships kind of like float yeah right you just kind of let them float the problem is is that they're just bobbing in the water mm. they're and what happens that over the time you probably will start to feel bored in your relationships Right. Yeah. You kind of if there's no new zest, right? You're not going to really be excited to be in those relationships, right? You're not going to be excited to go to work, and you know, even like work kind of starts to get boring unless you bring in some new life, right? Mm-hmm. And find something new or a new uh, thing that's interesting, or switch it up. You got to switch it up, right? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you decide like, oh, I'm going to start taking lunch once a week, and yeah. right, or I'm going to go, um, I'm going to create a new idea or a new program or a new whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And that goes the same with friends, right? If you if you only go and do the same thing every single time and you don't talk about any new things, you don't divulge any new juicy secrets about yourself, again, you kind of just bob it in the water, right? right? You got you to spice it up. Spice yeah. it up, right? So mm-hmm. schedule regular dates, 
right? Mm-hmm. And that might mean to set aside time for your each other. That could be, you know, maybe if your friends are across the world, you call them. You just yeah. set up a, a regular, like, chat date. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, try a new thing. Like, you mentioned this, right? Taking nice. a class together, um, doing a new hobby. I love trying new things that, like, neither person has done before Ooh, because then mm-hmm. we both get to look silly, Right. Mm -hmm, It takes the pressure off, Mm -hmm. but we can just enjoy the new activity together. Um, So look for ways to surprise the other person. So Mm. that could be uh, I'm thinking of you text like I can think of, you know, it's really great. I have a few friends that um, live, I don't know, half the continent away Mm -hmm. and I will get random texts from them like, hey, just thinking about you today, like a little smiley. And that makes my day. Right. Mm -hmm. They don't say anything else. They were just like, hey, you were on my mind and you a little thought right yeah, and so that's nice really to get those that's cool yeah mm-hmm. i have a couple friends that i am pin balls with so that i only write letters to oh, and i will tell you those are like really school. cool yeah <laughs> I, I we did i did that when i moved to japan we started mm-hmm. um writing letters to each other because <laughs> obviously it's very hard to call someone when you're living in japan mm-hmm. um and even though i'm back in the u.s i still do that so there's like a couple of my friends that we just write letters to each other and it's actually oh, very cool to get my get letters from those friends right yeah. and send those letters and I, because it takes time right i gotta right. sit down write a letter mail it out and so do they and that's really meaningful mm-hmm. so find time for intimacy also right so again if you're in a romantic relationship and you're always putting off intimacy, maybe think about what what's that about for you, right? Right. P- perhaps you're, you need some other ways to spark that intimacy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're really tired. Maybe you're super stressed. Maybe, okay. you know. Question. This okay. might be for, I'm sure. Different show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you need intimacy in a partner relationship for it to be successful i think it depends on the relationship okay right right so it depends if like both partners are on board with no intimacy right Right. there's there's definitely couples out there that don't have sexual relationships and they're thriving right right i think uh where it becomes a challenge again if like one partner's needs aren't getting met and the other partner's is and then it's figuring out how do you find that balance right and what's the barrier right because is one partner not into it anymore because they're always doing the same things Oh, I see. They're just kind of bored. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Or is one person um, having some sort of sexual dysfunction? Like they used to be more, you know, um, I guess, aroused and now they're not mm-hmm. for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. Is there another barrier? Was, did some person, did one partner cheat in the relationship and now the other partner doesn't feel safe engaging in an intimate relationship? Okay. I think it just can just, you know, depend. But right. there are relationships, absolutely, that right. are healthy and successful that sex isn't involved at all okay others not gonna work right as long as everyone's on the same page yeah everybody's got in the same, same page right okay. i mean polyamory that's right. multiple partners but okay. everybody's got to be on the same page for that to work mm-hmm. if one person's not it's not it don't, it's work. not going well right? right okay you can't have a polyamorous relationship with all parties not on the same page right that'd be difficult it would be hard yeah yes okay. so Maybe if you would like, we can definitely talk more about that. Yeah. Moving forward. Okay. Okay. So when to seek help. Yes. So 
again, like Kaylee mentioned, if you are in a domestic violent relationship, we do encourage you to reach out and seek help. Okay. Yes. But however, if any of these things have come around, you know, have come up for you and you're like, dang, this is not good. What you can do is just start putting in more effort. Like Kaylee mentioned, put in the work. Um, talk to your partner about it. If you are finding you're really struggling, you're having conflicts, um, and you are just having a hard time moving in the right direction, seek help. Go get therapy, right? Do couples work. Go to a couple's retreat. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? Do people go to therapy for other relationships other than couples and family? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I mean, I work with mom-child relationships and adult parent relationships. and Okay. Yeah, absolutely, right? What about like friends? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Right, like been this. I'm my, this is my best friend. I have 15 years. We can't get over this fight. I, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, or this is a this, our relationships turn toxic. Okay. What do I do? Right. right. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, get help. Nice. Right. You can yeah. because again, it's if it's wreaking havoc in your life, it's worth getting help for. for right. Sure. And there's lots of resources out there if you aren't a you know go to the office therapy kind of person. Right. Look mm-hmm. online. Um, do the work, right? Look for a, a retreat that you and your friend can go to, or you and your partner can go to, or you and your coworker can go to. If you work at an agency, there's a lot of conflict resolution you can engage in typically, right? Go to your human resources department. A lot of companies will have employee assistant programs like mm-hmm. EAP programs that mm-hmm. you can go and get services for free. So check them out. Yeah. Right. That's great. Um, as we wrap up, Kaylee, can you give that national uh, number one more time for the domestic violence just in case anyone needs it? Yes, of course. It is 1-800-799-7233. Okay. Thank you so much yes. for listening to us Thank today. You everyone. Again, think about, pick a relationship, move towards balance, right? Yeah. We're not always going to be perfect. Nope. We're going to suck at relationships sometime. And we're going to be in sucky relationships sometimes. Yep. Okay. But the goal is always moving towards balance, right? Exactly. We're looking to find balance for our own uh, mental health well-being and our physical well-being. Yes. Ma'am. We want to thank you so much for listening to us today. Thanks, everyone. We will talk to you next week. Yep. Until then, have a good week. Yes. Bye. Bye.